If you change your mind, take a chance. I'm the first in line. Take a chance. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got no place to go when you're feeling down. If you're all alone with a pretty bird. Oh, friends. Dear, dear friends, we're here again, gathered around the internet to talk about life. Um, it's my brother, my brother, and me, MBMBAM, the Mamba. I am Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. Who's everyone rooting for in the 2010 World Cup? Honduras. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for America. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Thank you, Travis. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think it matters. Um, I've been loosely following it through everyone's uh, tweets and Facebooks and, and Friendster updates, and it sounds like every game is just tying. <laughs> so I don't so know. Far, the score for the World Cup is 4-4. Four to four. Yeah. What, what I've decided is not to root for anyone, because if I make a choice, I am rooting for soccer, and that goes against everything I believe in. So... But- if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. This is an advice show for the modern era. We take your questions, we answer them. If you want to learn how to get your question answered by us, stay tuned at the end of the show. We'll provide that information. Our first question comes to us from Mike. Uh, he, he writes from Gmail. He says, I'm in a bit of a pickle. Oh, Mike, that sounds bad. Uh, I live in Columbus, Ohio, where our annual community festival, or ComFest, is held every year on the last weekend of June. I look forward to ComFest every year, and it's usually the highlight of my summer. Mm. Unfortunately, uh, this year my family is planning a family reunion in Kentucky during the ComFest weekend. I'm thinking of skipping the reunion in favor of ComFest at risk of disappointing my moms. Do I fake sick? Should I just suck it up and go to the reunion? Oh, Mikey. Dude, you can't skip. Can't skip Comfest. Did you guys see the Comfest lineup this year? Who they got? Who's blowing it up? Oh my god! On the main Um, stage, they got Black Diamond. They're on Uh who? They've got Major Laser. Okay. Girl Talk. It's basically they're replicating. Are you making this up? They're replicating the Burning Man 2007 lineup, which is that was the best one. That was totally the best one. Comfest looks bomb this year. That's what we're saying. What's the lineup at the family reunion? Lineup at the family reunion is Uncle David. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's pretty much it. It's just Uncle David and his no, banjo. No, fuck that. Go to Comfest, dude. I mean, yeah. your your Uncle David's a competent banjo player, but you really can't... He's he's no major laser. You'll be surprised at how quickly uh, um, you'll forget about a, a bad family reunion. But if something crazy goes down at Comfest... Have you thought about maybe merging the two events and inviting your family to Comfest? Be like, why don't you reunion? Uncle Uncle Dave's rolling on Molly (laughs) over (laughs) in the cool down tent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's one important part here that we're forgetting: disappointing his mom, Um, which makes me think it's not really your decision, Mike. You might feel like it is, but it's not. (laughs) Yeah, it's already been made for you, Mike. Have you you considered kidnapping yourself? Ooh. Oh shit! Where did Mike go? He was kidnapped to Comfest. I've always wanted to do that. Black Diamond yeah. took him. With if, his I, music. if I had to live like I was dying, like Tim McGraw says, that would be the only thing I would do: is pretend to have have myself kidnapped. 
It's a good plan. It works. No skydiving, no Rocky Mountain climbing. Mike, have yourself kidnapped. Nationwide manhunt. It'll be a family reunion, but it'll be a family reunion based around uh, praying for your swift release. <laughs> Just make sure that um, that Denzel Washington isn't your bodyguard, or else he'll probably kill a lot of innocent people trying yeah. to find you. Oh man, I gotta I gotta watch that movie. Dope oh, movie. Man, I want to watch that right oh, now. Man. Okay, Blade. I'm getting I'm getting off the podcast. I'm gonna go. All right. Good show, guys. Okay. Good show, guys. Good show. An anonymous user on Formspring asks, I like my best guy friend, but I'm 95% sure he doesn't like me like that. What do I do? <laughs> well, I'm 95% sure you shouldn't do anything. <laughs> you know, we get a lot of questions like that, and that is your boilerplate That is your boilerplate answer. Where is your romanticism, Travis? Where is... Well, there's, I think that, you know, love conquers all. Love is all. But this is like saying, I really want to eat a peanut butter sandwich, but I'm 95% sure I'm allergic to peanuts. Well, that's a that's a pretty hearty risk there to take. You know what I mean? Risks, if, risks are made to be, to, to be took. Take to be taken. Plans are made take to be broken. Um, if you... If it is truly your best guy friend, then it's, you know, don't fuck that up. Yeah. I, I mean, I am guess. a romantic, but... Swallow those feelings. Yeah, or, bottle them up. Yeah, if if you're ninety five percent sure, what has he done to you? <laughs> like I'm, I that means he spends ninety five percent of the time you guys spend together, giving you the distinct impression that he would not want to spend his life loving, laughing, living, and learning with you. Sarah, I'm having such a great time hanging out, but I would never ever date you. You, I cow. would never <laughs> want to convert this to anything romantic, Sarah. Don't try and transform this into romance, you big, you big animal. But no, I, I just, I just want to know if you want to go to the snow cone place. Listen, don't make this about you. <laughs> you I said get no a strings. You no should strings. get a boyfriend that's not me, because oh, yeah. <laughs> I retched a little just even <laughs> just thinking read, about it. I just retched on my chucks. You um, are a great friend, but a disgusting person. <laughs> disgust me personally. Cow. I am sick when I look at you. I'm sickened. I'm the last single guy in my circle of friends, not me. And this is warm spring again. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that all their wives slash girlfriends profoundly dislike me. What can I do to cope with the awkward tension of any social gathering with my bros and their hoes? Don't. Well, oh. here's a suggestion. I can <laughs> you want them to like you more. God, man, from the jump. Let me help you. Don't say hoes. Yeah. Go um, ahead and avoid that. Stop saying hoes and then pack your bags and move away. <laughs> You're not wanted there. <laughs> oh, Imagine God. this. We get. What if the next question we get is like, uh, I love uh, all my friends and they have a great group of girlfriends and we're all really close, but every once in a while, um, uh, this zilch comes around <laughs> none of us like how do we awkwardly tell him to pack his bags and move away this what? guy sounds like a real Dupree <laughs> <laughs> Owen Wilson what I love about the question is he doesn't say what can I do to stop the awkward tension he says what can I do to cope with it I know it's gonna be there I ladies I know this is weird <laughs> I get it let's write it out <laughs> I know I'm a terrible person and you hate me um but let's just deal with it. Yahoo Answers user Mr. Stinky Booty asks, <laughs> do I even need to anymore? No, keep going. Uh, he asks, uh, my mom won't let me have a gun, 
yet, and I want to hunt stuff. <laughs> can I just use an axe or a machete? Yes, you can. Oh my god. Coolest kid ever. Okay, there's some problems to address. One is the ambiguity, I think, is the main problem. It's, it's not that he... It's, the, it's not the sport of hunting. It's that he feels the need to kill. Yeah. And he wants to kill stuff. Just <laughs> whatever comes like into his field of vision. Yeah. He's going to kill it. I have to imagine that he's a younger person. Um, by the way, I refreshed the page to uh, see if any good answers had come up, and he has changed his name in the interim from when I loaded the page to when I refreshed the page from Mr. Stinky Booty to True Survivor. Which I think is pretty awesome. <laughs> Dude, Dr. Stinky Booty. You must have had a rough booty. afternoon. Um, I think if he is a child, um, I would say eight years old, mm-hmm. uh, if you can manage to catch an animal in the wilderness and kill it with an axe, then then I think he should be allowed to do that because it would be a real growing experience. For well, him. He, if he's eight, what kind of liberal mom has he got that's not letting yeah, him get a really. gun? Yeah. His, his okay. index finger's working just... <laughs> he needs to kill stuff. He needs to kill... And when you need something, to, that's a responsibility. He needs to take living, breathing creatures and turn them into a pile of organic material. Just start that degrading process. Hey, Vote Sizemore wants to know, on Twitter, he asked us, is it ever appropriate to ask out your cute barista? Rarely. If you can accept that you're the 20th person that day to do it. Yeah, cute barista is like begging for it. Yeah. I think that there's something very safe about asking somebody who's in a a service position. Like it's, it's almost kind of creepy. Like, they're already bringing you coffee, so maybe, you know, ask go off menu and ask them for their hand. <laughs> like, I think it's like a little weird. I'll take a date with you. Can I get a grande dinner in a movie? Mm. That's pretty good. Here's the thing to keep in mind. She's getting paid to be nice to you. So it gets into a tricky kind of, is she really being nice to me or is she doing her job kind of thing? And it's too precarious, I think. It's too dangerous. I think we may have actually had this exact question in a, a, a prior episode. I think our answer then was, if you're, are you good looking? Yes. Are you a good looking dude? And then it's always appropriate. And it's always okay. When she asks you your name to put on the cup, say Mr. Stinky Booty. And then if she continues talking to you, she must really like you. <gasps> uh, <laughs> nine. <laughs> nine Micro Nine. Nine Micro Nine? What? Yeah. You got it. Okay. Nine Micro Nine from Twitter says, My friend Arthur has never been in a fight and always complains about it when he's intoxicated. Should I punch him in the face? Oh shit, we got the best game for you, dude. You and your friend Arthur need to play Lockjaw. Yeah. Lockjaw. Here's what you do. You go to Arthur. You guys have both been drinking. You put your fist six inches, this is important, from his face. Then you say, Lockjaw, 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 like that. And say it three times to give him plenty of warning for what's going to happen. And then you pop him. You pop him in the jaw. Now here's the important jaw. The important thing to think about this game is you take turns. Right. You are going to get it back. So whatever you dole out, you will get back to you. I think Arthur's problem 
isn't that he's never been punched in the face. Because I think everyone, in some way, has been punched in the face. I think that there's, I think there's a difference between the controlled environment of Lockjaw and just a primal, just, just a rage fight, like just a cathartic, like a cathartic, uncontrolled punch festival. That I think, I mean, I've never been in one. I got punched in the face one time when I was six years old by John Kreider because uh, yep. I cut in the Foursquare line. And I, Asshole. Oh, God, I know. You were but asking for it. I really was. And, and he was like seven feet tall, and he, he <laughs> laid me right out. Uh, he was Why a did a teacher punch you? No, he was an adult. He was a man-child. I don't oh, okay. know. It was one of those jack deals. But um, I think you should probably punch your friend in his face. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what yeah. I'm, that's yeah. what I'm gonna say. The, we took the long way around. No harm could possibly come from this. Um, he won't be upset too, because then you can be like, "Hey, you asked him. You asked about it." I like. Don't it. punch your friend in the face. What's the proper etiquette for the following situation, guys? Etiquette time. Okay, okay. put your etiquette hats on. Etiquette. I am walking one way, and a person passing me going the other way says something along the lines of, "How are you doing?" Am I supposed to tell them how I am doing? That involves too much conversation. Plus, then I feel required to ask them how they are. This can end up taking too much time. If I say nothing, then that is rude. Uh, Am I supposed to just say it back? Oh, man. Here's my suggestion. Turn around and start walking beside them and just start (laughs) talking. Well, I'm glad you asked. I've been having a rough day and just give them really personal details and teach them a lesson about being polite. I I got this a lot in college. I'm sure everyone has. You got um, one of those faces. Sure. And I mean, I knew a lot of people at my college, but I wasn't friends with a lot of people at my college. So I would be walking into class and, and would pass somebody um, in the commons, as the kids say, and, and they would give me a, hey, what's up? Like, and there's no way that you can answer that question in the, you have to measure out, like, the distance between you two, and are you supposed to slow down, or do they really want to know what's up, or is that just their way of saying hi? So, um, I, I, this is so pathetic, and you're going to think I'm joking, but it's totally the truth. If I ever saw somebody in the distance walking my way that I thought I knew, totally, I would fake a phone call. Oh. Oh, yeah, I can't, sorry, I got... It's my. Dentist. You know what? I would mock that, but I was about to say the most awkward thing is when you make eye contact from like forty feet away, and then you have that entire forty feet of walking at each other, where it's right. like, well, I've already acknowledged that I kind of know them, and now I get a long time to not remember who they are. Oh, but now I got this phone call. Oh. I'm gonna just look at the ground because this conversation's so intense. I need to why, focus on my feet. Why don't you go with? Um Stare him right in the eye, say, "What do you care, pervert?" And then push him down. <laughs> oh, I like and then, it. And then push him down a well, or just say, "What the fuck is Cause, that supposed to cause, mean?" Because what I say is, what I'm saying to you is, if you do that once, you will never have this problem again. Solved. Because from, they, they won't want to be your friend anymore. Solved for good. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, what uh, you can do is just repeat their question back at them. They don't care. They don't. Yeah, what what is up? <laughs> How are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, Yahoo answers. Yahoo answers. User Aisha asks, "What is my body shape?" <laughs> she she expounds on that initial question, saying, "I'm finding it really hard to know what my body shape is. I think I'm an hourglass, but 
But then again, my measurements make me wonder if I am a spoon or even a rectangle. <laughs> it's waist 31, hip 37, bust 37.5. Not that that matters. The the comedy in this situation is... Uh, have you ever heard the term? Ah, uh, yeah, she's a re- she's got this fine little spoon frame. That- <laughs> is it she's upside down it. spoon? or She's got herself a real tight rectangular chassis. She got that, that third really- deck of hadron going. You know what's she's up. She's got one of those figure eights. You know what I'm talking? Yeah, real real good. Little real in the nice. middle, but... but yeah. really Here's my question. Big. She Did she like attach Richard a picture? Profile. She's got a body like a like a pie symbol, like the <laughs> symbol for pie. It's she doesn't have a torso. Just two wide legs. Just two <laughs> wide legs, no torso. No, Looking is real there a good. Is there a pic? Is there a picture? No pics. No pics. That's oh, a random man. question to ask without people being able to see you. She's got yeah. one of them. That's like asking bodies. the question: What color shirt am I wearing? Uh, that's like, something you would know better than me. Yeah. To answer your question, you're shaped like a stupid person. <laughs> Like Some, a big stupid refrigerator. Like a big stupid refrigerator. Open up the door, get some out some pickles, and you're stupid still. Some of my coworkers have asked me to go out on a night out. Okay, let me start again. Uh-huh. Some of my coworkers, I'll edit that out and post. Some of my coworkers have asked me to go on a night out, but they want to go to a strip joint during the night. Is there any way I could persuade them to do other stuff? Strip joints make me feel gross and pervy. Yeah. Do you know why they? Do you know why they make you feel gross and pervy? Because people you don't know come and put their, their privets near, yeah. near, around, and on you. It is gross and pervy. It is actually yeah. legitimately there gross There is nothing. If you ever go to a strip joint and leave feeling classy and clean, then you were not at a strip joint, my friend. You were at a you bull- were at burlesque a- show, perhaps. <laughs> you were at an IHOP. You're yeah. in an auto zone and you embarrass yourself. <laughs> this is the weirdest strip joint ever, but these pancakes are delightful. Wow. Can I have some more cream? What? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he's a... Yeah, um, um, here's the answer. You look them dead in the eyes and you tell them the stone truth. that They're your co-workers and you get paid to be around them. So unless someone's going to cut a check, you're going to go home to your family who you love. Yep. That's what I say. What if this? What if the strip joint is his family? Did you think about that? <laughs> the problem is the strippers are my real family. <laughs> well then, yeah, that's gross and pervy, my man. They were that. Yeah, that's why you're. That's why you're so grossed out because that's your aunt Deborah. <laughs> you also got to consider. I mean, if you work at like a you know like a, a Hallmark store and your friend your your coworkers want to take you out to a strip joint, how awkward is it going to be once you've seen them in that environment? And here's, once you've, here's once you've yeah, right once you've seen Pamela. Get all messed up oh. during during kegs and eggs and legs Thursday Thursday mornings. <laughs> you're you can't look at her the same way ever again. Yep. Amateur night. What's up, Pamela? What's up? No. Here's what you need to do: <laughs> sue your business for sexual harassment. I've seen these videos. Ooh. That's yeah. a classic example of sexual harassment. Get paid, hey, you know son. What, you know what you do with that money? Go to a strip make joint. It, make it rain. <laughs> To, to convince them to do something, uh, to to get out of uh, <laughs> to get out of this, all you need to do is, when your coworker asks, sit on their lap and say, "I can just get it started right now." <laughs> I like it. Well, I, I go to the strip club. I can bring the yeah. strip club to you. <laughs> Any place I go is a strip club. Look at this zipper. <laughs> it's, halfway, it's halfway down. Just just through this sentence. All my clothes are tear away. <laughs> And then demonstrate, and then, but they're not their way. See this suit? It's a nice out. suit, right? Watch this. 
Rip. Gone. I use the bus a lot. And I, I thought I could use that time to practice my less than stellar social skills. How can I start a conversation with people without coming off as either creepy or annoying? I'd love to meet some new people to hang out with. Yeah, this is a toughie. Uh, this is something that I have a, a lot of problems with sometimes. Is is just seeing you, like a stranger where you don't have a good opening, and you know you you might as well start a conversation. I mean, this is where the classics and sort of boring like how about this weather kind of plays in. Like this is why people talk about the weather because it's so it's always above you unless you're a spaceman and then you're just fucked. You know what? I I actually have a trick that I I finally like coined a phrase for and it's beautifully awkward. Is it's always going to be awkward. So acknowledge that. I I went to a show the other day and there was this girl that was in the show that came out afterwards and I'm pretty sure I've met her and I looked at her and I said, "I don't know your name. I think I met you, but I don't know your name." And I was just like right out there and honest about it. And we got into a conversation about how we couldn't remember each other. So you just confront the awkwardness full on. Yeah. Full on. Rush, That's the Travis approach. Through. Yeah. Just like if you're on the bus, just be like, hey, I know it's creepy, but I just wanted to say I really like your shoes. Or something like that where you say, hey, I didn't want to interrupt you. I didn't want to bother you, but that's a great jacket. And yeah. what if you what if you try and pull that game though and it's like I think like your face is familiar and I think that I know but I don't know where I how we we are acquainted and then it's like I'm I am your aunt. Yeah. I'm your aunt. Well, and you that's know just me. a serious You're problem. putting singles into my G-string <laughs> and this is awkward. Uh you you uh, what I normally end up doing, I had to do a lot of this when I was working at the newspaper. I had to do a lot of you know man on the street interviews, stuff like that. Um, is is like Justin McElroy, the Justin McElroy you know and uh, with any luck love, internet gad about um, media personality, cause celeb, uh, not cause celeb. I do have many cause celebs that I care about, whales and things. Um, I don't go up to people, mm. but. I can pretend to be a person, the sort of person that goes up to people, mm-hmm. you know, like in my mind, just decide that you're that kind of person. That's not really you, but they don't know you. So they don't know shit. <laughs> they don't know anything about how awkward you are. So you just trick them and pretend you're not an awkward person or yeah. put in those, those earbuds. Yeah. Keep your eyes closed. Well, That's here's the, the beautiful out. thing about the bus and any kind of situation like that. You're only going to have to deal with that awkwardness for like five minutes. You know what I mean? It's a perfect time to practice yeah, you got doing that. Plan. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I, if I it don't fails, even, I don't then think you're quiet can meet people though. You can't meet people. I can't meet people. I'm I'm moving to Chicago soon. I'm going to be riding a lot of buses and I don't know how I'll be able to to have the the focus required to meet people when I know that I'm in a a, a an airtight tube that's full of pathogens and and maybe terrorists. <laughs> what well, you need you need a, a starter that you can always bring with you. Uh, a baby is good. Yeah, a dog. Or you can get a dog is good or you can get one of those giant pinwheel lollipops oh, and yeah. just like in the in the bus just go to town on it and then when they they're going to look because you're being so loud with the slurping and licking and when they look just be like you want to get down on this and that's a great <laughs> There's like, enough you for two. You want to get down on this sucker with me. I'm oh, going to right here. Sucker. These are moon shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get to know you. <laughs> Always Why carry skis with you. I bounce her. Oh, I got to go. I'm, yeah, I'm off to ski. I'm going out to uh, skiing. I'm going to skiing mountain. <laughs> so, uh, Yahoo Answers user Dakota's Mommy uh-huh. asks, help me name my mobile spray tanning business. Any suggestions <laughs> would be appreciated. 
It is a spray tan business where I travel to your home. Please let me know what name you like the best. Caribbean tan to go. Mm-hmm. Caribbean tan to you. Uh-huh. Tropical tan to you. Tropical tan to go. Beach tan to go. Beach tan to you. Tropic tan to go. Tropic tan to you. <laughs> um, when I read this, I didn't read it um, very well, I guess. And uh, I just read the words mobile spray tanning business, and I thought of, like, a food truck. <laughs> so it would, like, it would see, like, drive people on people. the street and just, like, pull over and be like, hey, just hop in this this bus with really tinted windows and take all of your clothes off and I'm going to spray you with oils and you're going to be darker when you get out of it. Well, that's that's basically just a like a like a mobile rape den. But I, I guess think, if it's if it comes to your home then it's okay. I think the important part about naming any business is looking to the future, seeing how your business is going to grow and change and kind of trying to anticipate that. So I recommend bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> how, how about how about casing the joint? <laughs> Let me in your house and I'll spray you with stuff. <laughs> um, dark, 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 dark skin spray. Here it comes. Dark sows. Dark. Van and um, tan. How? Uh, this isn't the. I don't think that we have a good one for her, for her. No, we should do it. I know. I really don't want to give up on Dakota's mommy because she she's had a hard year and I think she could use. Any assistance we could afford her. <laughs> uh, how about how about you you call it the um, call it the Dakota Memorial uh, spray tanning mobile station, mm-hmm. and then people say, "Oh, I'm so sorry, did your daughter die?" And you look them straight in the eye and say, "Someday." <laughs> <laughs> and then see if they still want to spray tan. I bet you they will want to look youthful and full of life and vigor more than they ever have before, and you will be able to to really. Get them on the uh, get them on the add-ons, like the complimentary fake teeth. I How the, about the best name? Oh, you spray go tan, spray tan for shut-ins. Because <laughs> they can't get they can't get their their the UV rays, the vitamin D that you really need to get a good base going. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe you should just put your target audience right in the name. I say uh, name it all over tan, which has a double. Uh, a, a euphemism there, a, d- a double entendre, where one, you're all over the city, you're traveling, but also that awkward moment where they have to get naked in front of you. So, just mm-hmm. all over tan. That's copyright. Hey, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Hi, gentlemen. I live in Connecticut, and I just started dating a guy in NYC. I'm gay, by the way. Ew! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, we're, we're all off dating it. program. Sorry, uh, we get along great, and I think this has some real potential. Okay, congratulations. The okay, the only mismatch is that he likes to go out all the time, and I'm more of a homebody. How can I make this work? Wow, I have that exact. Uh, I have had that exact same problem in my relationship. I feel like we've kind of dealt with it. You dated a dude in New York City? Yep. No, Griffin. I've 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 been a homebody. I I am someone who likes to stay at home. Um, I don't like to go out. And Sydney, especially when we were you know still in college, um, she liked to go out a lot. And it, what's hard is that if for all the things in relationships where like you want to be with somebody that you click with, um, inevitably there's gonna be something that is just it's endemic to who you are. And it's not going to change, and it's not complimentary with your partner. 
I think- be that man or woman. It's just you're going to find things like that in the relationship. And the best thing to do is not to hope that it gets better. The best thing to do is to confront it like grown-ups and say, I, I – you know, I feel differently than you do, but let's make it, let's work it out. Let's go out three nights a week and stay in three nights a week. You're going to have to give and, and he's going to have to. And the good news is uh, that it's perfect. I think that that is the perfect setup because if you both wanted to go out all the time, that would get old. And if you were both homebodies and wanted to stay home all the time, that would get old. This way you can kind of split the difference and it's, it's a better match than you think because if you were both, you know, one or the other it gets really old i'm i'm kind of in a similar situation but roles reversed where i like to go out and Teresa likes to stay home and so you know there's nights when she's not feeling it and i'm like all right great we'll stay home and we'll watch avatar and hang out and and then there's nights where i really want to go out and she's like all right let's go and it's a compromise kind of situation i go out and stay home on my own damn schedule <laughs> all right and sad <laughs> And this has been the Lonely Heart Corner with Griffin. It's a regular feature on the show. <laughs> uh, Go to sleep earlier, you dummy. Less <laughs> lonely times. So uh, here's the deal. Let me give it to you straight, Griff. Okay. Back in February, I met a girl who's with the Marine Corps. At the that time, I was uh, in the process of joining, but hadn't yet. You guys know that I know it's pronounced core, right? Uh-huh. I don't think we, they appreciate it when you actually I, say the do words. Do they not? Okay. In conjunction with each other, we were, Marine yeah, Corps. Yeah, together yes. they weren't. I didn't. I didn't map it out. Right. I needed to, to to think about that one a little bit more. Thank you. for We your became service. friends, and I started liking her. Mm-hmm. Now I've sworn into the USMC, and it turns out she likes me. But if we get into a relationship, it could technically be considered fraternization. What should I do, Tristan? Hmm. That's some Ooh. hot. That's Ooh. some hot shit. Man, this sounds like a Richard Gere movie. Yeah. I love it. Sounds like a Oh, this is scintillating. Daniel Steele. Like yeah. Court Martial Heart- of the Heart. Heartbreak on the waves. An officer um, and an officer. <laughs> <laughs> of differing genders. Yeah. Um, Important to know. Yeah. I not that there's anything wrong with that. Especially it, love on the high seas, you find out where you can get it, right? Mm-hmm. Um I, did you join the USMC to to be closer? Because if so, you did not plan this shit out, my man. Oh, I'll say this: this is this is friend of the show, Tristan. He is dedicated to serving our country. Um, I've been you. talking to him for a while now about his dedication to the country. Thanks again, Tristan. Um, doing a bang up job of it. You're doing great. Uh, yeah, go ahead and frown. The- hey, how about this? How about this, Tristan? We're at war. <laughs> how about? <laughs> How about you put your mind on your duty no, to no. protect me and my freedom? Dude, listen. Tristan is doing something I that the three of us could never do. I have a busy schedule, and I need people to protect me day in and day out. And Tristan is thinking about swooping Putin. I need to be thinking about swooping Osama and okay. getting him get in the tunnels and go get him. But with that he, constant... He might be on the water. That's why we haven't found him. With that <laughs> constant, beautiful reminder of of swoopable Poon right next to him as he's fighting side by side against Osama's evil forces, against the axis of evil, he's yeah. going to fight that much harder because he knows he has something to protect. And so will she. I'm saying that if anyone's going to take down Osama... It's going to be Tristan or his girlfriend, Isold. And by which I mean, anyone? personally, Tristan will be the one. And that will make the end of that movie so much better. 
Tristan's going to take him down. His girlfriend's going to hold the camera up while he is, like, hog-tying him. He's going to make Osama Bin Laden say, My Brother, My Brother and Me is the best podcast. (laughs) What if you only have time, though? Like, what if he's put into, like, the classic Batman situation? Oh, God. You know, where it's like... He has to either save our podcast or his girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) If you go this way, you can capture Osama and give him to promote My Brother, My Brother and Me. If you go the other way, you'll save your girlfriend. What do you do? I didn't think about it like that. I trust Tristan to figure out the correct choice. Yeah, I think we. Which is, I think you throw the girlfriend at Osama. Yeah, and then you shoot him. uh, You shoot Osama, and it's like you take it, but uh, you wing him, right? Yeah. You take him in. You're a hero, and who cares who you fraternize with? This is the solution. Catch Osama, and you can fraternize with whoever the fuck you want. You're a national hero. I already think he's a national hero. I think. Okay. You just go ahead and do whatever you want, Tristan. Ain't, yeah. no, ain't no law against it. Except there there might actually be. Except for the laws that are definitely against it. I think I will grant is. you regional hero at this point, but not like a national, like global hero, except to people who hate our country. It's my hero. P-Dunk. <laughs> not a good start, but keep going. Hey, guys. Is it wrong to be in a long-term relationship with a girl, even though you know it's not going to be a happily ever after kind of thing? And if so, how long is too long? P-Dunk, why are you wasting your time? Yeah. Why what are you, you wasting doing? her time? Yeah, boo, yeah. Does she know? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I think that might be step one, and then maybe we can plan out a future after that. Let me give you that future, living alone. Um, um, No, you guys are living in the future. P-Dunk, you got to live in the present. If you're having a good time with her, even though you know that it's, you know, she ain't marriage material, or maybe that you're not. No, that but, doesn't make any sense. But the problem, Griffin, is long-term relationship. It's one thing to go on a couple dates with a girl knowing yeah, it's not right. going to work out. It's another to be with a girl for like a year and a half, but sitting there thinking, well, this is going to end in February. Like, that we've talked about this before. Once you make that decision that this isn't going anywhere, you're never coming back from that. And you could miss, he could miss out on like the special somebody yeah. of his life because he's dating and P-Dunk. This, this, this spoon-shaped harpy. <laughs> P-Dunk, I'm going to be just brutally honest here. I would call that that behavior selfish because it's saying, I don't want to be alone right now and then I'll keep my options open if something else comes along. So should we we break up with P-Dunk's girlfriend for him right now on the show? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, our first breakup. Um, Hey, Margaret. Hey, hey, Margie. Hey, spoon-shaped heartbeat. Listen, we don't know anything about you except that you don't make our boy P-Dunk happy enough. You aren't marriage material, my babe. Sorry. Um, you did. You done good. You put in a good effort. Um, yeah. But your your one hundred percent just wasn't good enough for for the dunk. And so, you know what? Yeah. All the pressure off him. He didn't say a word to us. We made this decision after observing how you guys were together. So don't be mad at him. Be mad at us. And Margot, you can do better. He calls himself P Dunk. Yeah. Unironically, is that the kind of guy you want to meet? Uh, take home to meet your folks? You can't do oh, better though, because P Dunk is. I mean, he's a solid dude. He, he, he's a he dude. helped me move. Great taste. In gave me a ride to the airport. Um, so you just gotta come and pack up your shit. <laughs> I have a conundrum. Okay, this is from Stacy. It, it, here, my brother, my brother, and me. We turn conundrums into fun <laughs> <laughs> with our advice. 
My brother and I, my boyfriend and I, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yowza, yowza. <laughs> my boyfriend, my boyfriend and I are celebrating our three-year anniversary in a week or so. You um, should maybe know you that. Pin down that date. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I'm far away in grad school and dealing with crazy family times. This is where you come in. I need ideas for gifts, and I am certain he would love anything you suggested. Well, shit, Stacy. Thanks for um, telling so, us so very much about him. Yeah, to base so this I know decision he, on. So, like an object, a physical object in the world, a gun rack. Yeah. Um, let's just, let's just, just, just um, um, a mug, a nice mug, a Segway, a printer, a chalice, a lamp, a guitar tuner. I'm looking at things on my desk. Jar of jawbreakers. <laughs> I'm just looking at things. I a have leg no lamp. Of conscious. Um, what you know a- what's good? A guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just a, a gift, but a hobby. You know, here's the what about thing. a high quality, high quality webcam for both you and him, and then you can have video. I chats like that from far away from you. I think that that's good. Um, the, um, any good, any right. anniversary gift, the important thing is to it's a test to prove how well you know them. It is so yeah, get, get them something. Get get your your bow something that is specific to him. Get him a bow staff. <laughs> get him a crossbow. With which a he can hunt in the wild. A crossbow machete. that shoots bow staffs. A giant cro- bow shooting crossbow. A bow crossbow. A bow crossbow. A ballista. A crossbow a bar- that shoots A barista. Bows. A crossbow that shoots baristas, and then you go to jail for murder, because you, you just shot a Starbucks employee. Why did you do that? Stacy? that was the worst present out. ever. I got you this dead Starbucks employee. <laughs> I got you a, I got you a bum rat for murder. You're gonna want to leave the country. <laughs> um, no, I think the webcams, a uh, car, three year. That's a, that's a car, right? Three years the car. Mm-hmm. Fourth year is the dead Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to ask a question. But, okay. Well, someone else else asked it, but I want to read it. Um, it's from it's from a website called Yahoo. Uh, user just another human asked, "Is it weird to like animated characters more than real life people?" Let's say a cartoon figure. I think, depending on the cartoon, some females look astonishingly beautiful, and usually they have a great personality. I start to imagining how it would be to date such a character, and the outcome is it's better than real life. I don't really like real life females much. Most of them, not all, are really superficial and usually just want something from you. Don't misunderstand. I can clearly see the line between fantasy and real life. It's just that fantasy is so much more appealing to me. I can't, hey, hey, buddy. Okay, can we? Hey, can we talk about you? Like, okay, your problem with women is that they're superficial, <laughs> and you're telling me you're you're attracted to celluloid. People. I'm in like, love because their bodies are better. Avatar. I like how they're only two-dimensional and they don't talk about it. And I can turn it off. <laughs> That's pretty nice. And they're glossy. I, if this guy finds out that those things were animated by real-life people and written dialogue by real-life people and voiced by real-life people, he's going to lose his shit. Please here's nobody tell him that. Here's the funny thing. This is the Yahoo Answers equivalent of the neighbor who says, he always seemed like such a nice boy. Like, this is yeah. step one to ten years down the road, he's killing women. Well, this is what the internet teaches us, right? It's not that you. It's not that he was always such a nice guy. It's that you never read his posts on Yahoo <laughs> <Yeah>. Answers. <'Cause, laughs> trust me, he was a monster the whole time. Real people are just too. 
they're like big sacks of blood. <laughs> you know, don't you just want to stab them and see what's inside? Is that weird? Here's a pro tip, bro. If you have to ask, is it weird? Yes. Odds are probably. If you have to make the statement, I can clearly see the line between reality and fantasy. You can't. You can't see that line. You are justifying. And you know it's bad when dude is like, I'm so crazy, but I'm going to step out of that. It's gotten to a point where I can actually sense my own perversion, (laughs) like rearing its head. Like, I don't think this is normal. I'm pretty sure it's weird. But... It, that's how weird it is that like even me a weird guy is like i don't know okay i'm gonna be honest with you guys i'm freaking myself out i'm freaking out by me just me being alone i'm freaked so hopefully that'll help you kev 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 mo uh you're you are a weird creepy guy. kev i uh, want i want to hear our last question our, our one to grow on if you will but um uh, first i want to tell you how you can seek out our advice um you uh Oh, hold on. We got a good one here. <laughs> From Delia. I am a 20 I'm 22 and a hopeless romantic. I've been blown away, not in a good way, from the desires of men that I meet. I don't see why it's so hard for a guy to take a girl out or at least open a door for her, buy a beer or dinner. They all just want to screw and fool around. Ugh. Why are you separating them? <laughs> they, do they mean they mean different things than I thought they meant? They just want to have sex and then put on clown costumes. <laughs> Be silly. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, lol. I'm not looking for a serious relationship, but why have men thought that dinner or drinks is no longer necessary is making my loving heart sad. Keeping the ears open, loving you three, Delia. Um, Delia has a strange way of talking, but I dig it. Yeah. I'm just saying. I dig it. It's it's strange, but I dig it. Yeah. I don't know, Delia. Chivalry is dead. Go to a church, Delia. That's where you're going to meet a nice boy. Go to it's, our I'm Facebook appreciation group and meet a nice boy. All gentlemen. There are still gentlemen in the world. I open a door. I don't. Here's care. why: those kinds of guys will do as little as they have to do. So you know, make sure you keep your standards strong, and require them to do these things, and they will do them, or just go out with a better quality of man. And keep in mind, 22, guys, 22, they're basically children. Yeah. They're like babies. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They don't have real skills like a man You really does. don't start to ripen and mature as a person until 23. That's true. Take it. Yeah. Yeah. Take it from Griffin. Delia, date older men. Yeah. Date older men that go to church. Mm-hmm. Just go to your local church. Find the, the oldest guy you can. Jack up. <laughs> get hitched. Make sure he's got some do re me in the back, though, if you know what I mean. Oh. Can't buy the cow and yikes. milk it. And then you drink and the milk and make you strong, the and then you beef. kick a dude. I think I messed up the metaphor. Yeah, I think so. I want to hear Griffin's last... Um, also, Delia, I'm confused by your email. Are you down to bone? Because... <laughs> <laughs> um, or do you want to fool around? I was getting. You know what? It may be It may be that, that, that you are sending out the wrong signals, that you're down to bone on the 24-7. <laughs> Maybe you should scale it back a little bit. Maybe we're something more conservative. Go ahead and lock that up. That's your treasure. Maybe when you meet a new person, this is a great way to meet somebody on the bus. Hi, my name is Delia, and I'm not down to bone. Yes. <laughs> what do you so don't even, <laughs> don't even try it. Don't even try it. But do you like Scrabble? Like because I will play some Scrabble with you tonight. I you will play, your play cards, Scrabble. Right? Or your the, tiles. The road to passion is on lockdown, if you know what I'm saying. That's not even a metaphor. It's just on lockdown. But then feel free to um, give it up on second date. 
second date i think you got to go naked date too <laughs> um i want to hear the last question our one our 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 in actuality now not just threatening to hear it um but i want to tell you how you can seek out our advice uh as always these methods are available on my brother my brother and me dot com which is not a website mbmbam dot com is glad to say this has been a really well oiled show really yeah really working the kinks out for sure well we've we've all been Um, burning the candles at both ends and a little bit in the middle yeah i'm not gonna just my problems onto this just bear with it um yeah just hang in there uh you can get us on twitter use the hashtag mbmbam uh, we read all those always. We see them as soon as you say them. If you want to get to us directly, that's a great way to do it. At uh, uh, MBMBAM is our Twitter account. If you want to find out what's what's new, what's the, what's the lates, the latest, want to make a love connection, or maybe just meet a friend, go to huge our Facebook group. Facebook. Yeah, huge, huge on Facebook thread. about meeting. F- is it really? Yeah, it's blowing, oh, it's up. blowing up. If you want to go there, just meet people, make a new friend. There's no um, there's no evidence of actual. I, don't, I haven't seen any evidence of, of kids swapping tartar sauce yet, but I'm hoping yeah. in the near, near future. You want them to get down. And it goes without saying, picks only, no fatties. Picks only, <laughs> please. Yeah, We're no professionals fatties. here, um, providing a professional service. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, you guys have been so great. Everything is, is growing. It's on the G-R-O-W tip uh every day we are expanding our reach our influence um, we've been in the always, top 20 on itunes for the last uh, uh episode wise for the last two weeks have yeah we? yeah uh we also want to remind you as always to not do anything that we say nope. to do don't listen to a no god that way lies madness um but do tell a friend tell a friend burn about. a cd you can fit subscribe two episodes of our show on a cd and you can give that to yep. a friend Subscribe to say, the podcast on iTunes. Drop a review. Whatever. Um, you know what we need. Just give it to us, Delia. We need your love. Um, we need your love. Please. Your treasure. It's the second date. Uh, Griffin, what's our last question? Um, this and uh, question comes to us from uh, Christian. Just Christian. Uh, who asks, what is Justin Bieber's cell phone number? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Justin Bieber. (laughs) This has been my Bieber, my Bieber, and me. You will never know me.